Rip it, Dan. Hello, friends, idiots, and friends who are also idiots. Welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast about social media and rejection. It is Blocked Party. This is episode number 78, and uh, we're getting close to being geriatric. Is that the official thing when you're 80? Are you geriatric? That's octogenarian. Oh, octogenarian. Yeah, Yeah, that's cool. It's like a sweet way of saying that you're I think geriatric is just like old, right? Yeah. I so you can know. be you can be geriatric at like sixty five if your yeah. if your body is or like what if you're like enough. old in your soul? Ex- yeah, you can exactly. be geriatric now. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I'm saying. I think uh, you're kind of geriatric at heart, John. And that's what people have said. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's probably. <laughs> I mean that the, as a compliment. Yeah, it's the crippling heart disease. Yeah, and I think it's really <laughs> rude that you keep bringing it up on the show. But I am John. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. Oh, I'm Stefan. I thought you were yeah. going to introduce me there. It sounded like you were setting no. it up to introduce me. I always me. set it up now so that you can say your own name, and it's perfect. Yeah. And we have a wonderful guest this week. Uh, you've already heard her weigh in on how old I am, uh, and that is very nice. Uh, she is a writer. Uh, Ashley Feinberg is here. Hi, Ashley. Hi. Thanks for having me. Thank, Thank you for being here. here. This is very really exciting. <laughs> that was news, and it was nice. Jinx, John. Um, uh, yeah. How do you do jinx <sighs> out here? Because we used to do... In Ontario, you used to do jinx. Was that you? Someone had to say your name like five times. To it was get th- unjinxed. What? That's not even it, a- it was three times out here in Vancouver. Okay, because when I moved out here, it was like jinx. You owe me a coke, and then you'd have to buy someone a pop. I've heard that as well, but okay. for me, it was it was say someone's name three times. What about you, Ashley? Uh, I mean. It was you. You hit them like that's it. That's the punishment. I don't, I don't this name shit. I don't understand. <laughs> that was but to like, end the jinx. Do, was you got hit? Who would do the hitting? Yeah. Uh, no. Like there, there, there wasn't. No, you had to be silent. You would just get punched. Oh, okay. So there was yeah. no actual. I mean, so you, okay. now that I think about it, I've never done this with anyone except my siblings. So they might have just been hitting me for <laughs> for uh, sibling uh, reasons. A, a, a personal uh, tradition. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is it like, but so who did the hitting though? Was it like an observer who saw the jinx that could hit no, either it's like one of you? My mother had this big stick that my parents got him for some reason. <laughs> and, uh, a lot of our games involved uh, a punishment for me, which was getting hit by the stick. Okay. So now, now, now that I say it out loud and think about it, this might have just been like our own personal uh, family. <laughs> no, no. At my school, everyone carried around giant sticks just in case <laughs> there was a jinx. It was kind of like paddle day on in Dazed and Confused, but yeah, only for jinxes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I think that's that sounds like more of a family tradition than like a widespread thing. Yeah, I take I take back my criticism of your your name thing in that case. Because <laughs> like I could see it the way like when you first said it, what I was imagining was that you. You would get jinxed. So like, say Stefan and I are, you know, so we say the same thing at the same time. Stefan jinxes me. Then I would have to accept a punch from Stefan because he was mm-hmm. the one who jinxed me. And then I could be like, OK, I took the punch and now I'm fine. I, yeah. But then once weapons got involved, it was very confusing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this, this, this could be more than weapons. That was its, its main use. 
Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I think for us it was you know what it might not have even been three names. It might have just been say the name once even. Um but but oh. it was the person who had to say the name was the person who who jinxed you. Like they held the power over you basically. Right. Because yeah. I remember that you like it was definitely like five times because then the person would say your name four times. Like that was like the whole <laughs> bit. You know, it'd be like John, 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 John. And then you'd be like yeah you know say it and then you'd be like mad and then they'd be like and you'd be like oh god did you guys have the name five chocolate bars thing what that was where uh you held someone down or you got held down and you were like like poking them uh and you'd you'd be like name five chocolate bars and you wouldn't let them up until they would name five chocolate bars and it's hard because you're getting poked and so it's like are there that many chocolate bars i think so yeah i mean there's definitely more than five yeah I think I could do that. I could do that right now. No, I mean, no problem. Go. Okay. Okay. I mean, I'm poking it, you. It kind of like like Milky Way. It's like that's not that's not a chocolate bar. That's a it's, it's a it's a candy bar. Well, so oh. it, but it's different up here, right? We don't say candy bar up here. So so uh, a candy really? bar that would be a chocolate bar. That's fucked so, up. So I know, I know. So like Three Musketeers <laughs> would be a chocolate bar, for instance. But you know, I would go like Arrow, Kit Kat, Mars, Snickers, and Three Musketeers. There we go. Five in like less than five seconds. Bullshit. But you yeah. weren't getting poked. So. No, exactly. So that does. I mean, <laughs> that's that's the tough part. Yeah. And then so, also the person doing the poking is the one who decides if it counts as a chocolate bar or not, right? So if I said like, mm, I don't know, like an eat more, maybe they'd be like, well, that's not really a chocolate bar. That's yeah, not. Right? That doesn't sound like a real thing to me. Yeah, it is I mean, real. This it's is not whenever very we have good. whenever we have American guests on and we accidentally let slip some sort of piece of canadiana it's just uh-huh. like it's game over for us it, it feels point. very upsetting for me and i can't like put my finger on why like i this feels like a we're in like a slightly different dimension yeah like yeah. it's like it's like it's like someone traveled back in time and changed one thing and then all these little like we have we don't have hbo go up here we have something called crave tv <laughs> We used to have something called Show Me, which was like a worse version of Crave, and it was spelled S-H-O-M-I. I Uh, I, I like that. I'm I'm done with it. (laughs) Yeah, Show Me's cool. Eat Mores are like very, um, Eat Mores are are like a depression candy bar that Mm -hmm. somehow persists today. It's like, it's like a, it's like a thin, it's kind of like got the width of like a Charleston Chew kind of thing, but it's like toffee and it has nuts in it. And then, wow. like, that's the just the whole thing. It's just, like, toffee and nuts. No one under the age of 50 has ever eaten and eat more. Yeah. It's I mean, terrible. It, 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 it sounds like the name of a candy bar you would use in, like, a heavy-handed, like, film about how America is headed towards, like, uh, <laughs> obese uh, apocalypse. Yeah. yeah it, it's, it's like... It, it's like in uh, They Live, like, you would put on the sunglasses and then the chocolate bar would say, eat more. <laughs> Or it's like in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, that would be the chocolate bar that Augustus Gloop would immediately yeah. yes. gravitate to as soon as he got into the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, it's uh, it's nasty. I'm just looking at a picture of it right now. It's really it's bad. It's not good. I think that the reason, and what's even worse, is if I remember right, like the way they advertised it, I think it's called Eat More because it's like chewy. So it lasts longer, so it feels like you're eating more because it takes you longer to eat it because it's chewy. I think I could be totally making that up. That's so stupid. I'm pretty sure that's correct. I I don't know. That doesn't sound right. Uh, Canadian candy is so bad. I just looked up. uh, I just looked up a cherry blossom. And that oh, might those be those are so gross. That sounds that sounds pleasant. At well, least. so Ashley, what you should do right now is just look up cherry blossom candy right. and be prepared 
for what uh, image they put on the box that it comes in. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it looks yeah. obscene. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Jesus. I, so I think it's like a, a maraschino cherry, basically. Yeah. I mean, inside I, I, a little chocolate turd. I kind of th- I was expecting some like racist cartoon character, but this is much worse. Yeah, it's it's yeah. really nasty, and I've had them once or twice, and it it just it sort of tastes like medicine. I guess it's got like that medicine aftertaste. Oh and yeah, it's just very much um, the type of candy that like a ninety year old would give out at Halloween. I would say it's not good. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it looks like someone shit blood. Yes. And also, they they clearly have not updated the the image on the box. In I mean, like why would they? It's perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I remember, um, and honestly, like if you think it looks like shitting blood, I think that's <laughs> the best case scenario. To be honest, of what you think it could look like, because in my mind, we're in a place that it no does. One wants it does to, be. to me. It looks like goatsy. It looks like goats. Yeah, it's oh, yeah, not a good. Yeah. It's not a good situation at no. all. Uh, I remember like. I've, I've had them and they don't taste bad. I, I like chocolate covered cherries and they taste fine. But it, <laughs> it even while you're eating it, it is hard to get the image out of your mind of, of, the, of what's on the yeah. box. If they like, rebranded, like, like yeah. if they just did like a cartoon cherry on there and like because like the actual chocolate it comes in looks fine from the outside. It's just yeah. a little chocolate yeah. thing. But I mean, if, if they fully like we did it as like the goatsy candy like and like put his image on the box like that they would get a huge like following of like internet idiots and like yeah. that's actually if they, marketing if they embraced the goatsy i think yeah. I, would, I would buy it I, I would buy it for sure they but gotta for, go one way or the other it's yeah. either embrace goatsy or make it like <laughs> look uh, at like a like a hummingbird in a cherry <laughs> yeah blossom exactly or something. yeah because yeah. right now it's an accidental goatsy and i feel like they, it just happened by fluke like they've never seen goatsy before whereas if they acknowledged how cool and funny goatsy is i would be all over this this would be my favorite candy for sure I feel like no there question. must be a local metal band named Accidental Goats. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so God. bad. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. In... I apologize about Canadian candy, uh, Ashley. It's it's. I, really, I appreciate that a lot. Thank it's, you. It's, it's not. That's great. on brand for us as well. That yeah. we apologize for being Canadian. <laughs> yeah. So we, uh, Steph and I, I have a confession to make this okay. week. Yeah. Uh, well, it's, it's very timely. It actually happened last night. Uh, I had a dream about the podcast. Oh no. Is that the first one you've had? Yeah. It's never happened before. So do you want to hear what happened? I'd love to. Yeah. Okay. So, so I had a dream last night and, um, part of the dream. So the, the dream had some other over had some other storylines, but one of the storylines in the dream was that a, someone on the discord, just uh, posted that they were writing a play about okay. Blocked Party. Okay. <laughs> so they're like, I don't know why. Uh, they were, and, and so they, they, they kind of messaged us. They didn't message us personally, but they said on the Discord, like, Stefan and John, like, are you okay with this? I want to yeah. make a play about Blocked Party where it's just kind of like about friendship and like <laughs> sounds nice and like yeah and like the podcast and okay. stuff yeah. and i remember like i was very dismissive because i was like oh this sounds like the dumbest idea i've ever heard from <laughs> right. anyone you want to make a play about our stupid show there's no no one's gonna like this like what and it was just for some like local theater thing okay and so i was like yeah okay so i was like very dismissive and i was just like yeah whatever sure do a play about it and then they did it and then they messaged me and they were like okay john so something happened happened uh, <laughs> they're like 
No, it's it's good. <laughs> okay. like, we we put the play on, and and I don't know why it was someone from the Atlantic was at the play, <laughs> and they, they wanted to. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And they were like, uh, we want to put the play on nationally. We want to sponsor a national tour of this play because it's oh so my good. God. Yeah. And so then I was like, well, okay, but if you're going to do that, because then in my mind, I'm like, shit, they're probably going to make a lot of money off of this. So then I was like, well, Stefan and I should star in it. And yeah. they were like, actually, the Atlantic told us that I have to star in it because I starred in it when they saw it and they think that like I'm the star proper. Right. You starred so, in, the, in the local theater version? The, you have to, John, Correct. or the writer does? No, the writer. Yeah, okay. they uh, were the star of the, yeah, the person yeah. who wrote it was also the star of it. Okay. And they were like, sorry. Who wrote it? Said, Is it someone I know from the Discord? No, it was, I don't know. I don't know. So they were <laughs> like, yeah, you gotta, you, you it, like, you guys can't be in it. And I was like, well, this is, and this, then I was kind of getting pissed because I was like, well, you're using our story of and course, our names yeah. and our likeness or whatever. So I'm like kind of mad. So then I started texting you being like, hey, man, listen, like this is the, you know, the play is going off the rails. And you just kept ignoring my texts and just texting me back about Animal Crossing. <laughs> and so I was like, Stefan, no, like they so they're putting on this play. They're using our names and our likeness and they're going to make a bunch of money and they're touring it across America. And you're like man, I got so many turnips today, like here, and you were, and you just kept sending me videos of you playing Animal Crossing, and you were just completely ignoring everything I was oh saying about God. the play, and I was getting so mad at you, and then, uh, and then I woke up. That well, actually, that does sound like something I would do, though, and like, my, my social media update today is about Animal Crossing, so that's, that's perfect. But, but what, what were the other storylines in the dream? You said that was just one of them. Oh, this is a very Ashley. Okay, it's not very complex. Well, I very rarely have I very rarely have dreams I remember, and a very common theme in dreams for me is that I have to do something and I can't do it. So, okay. it, but it'll be very basic. Like it's not like I'm like a superhero or something. Like, uh, like one dream I had recently. It was af shortly after we had Nikki Glazer on the show like about a month ago, mm -hmm. and it was shortly after we did the show with her. And I had some dream that we that Becca, my girlfriend, and I were going to New York, and Nikki was like, "You can stay in my apartment. I'm not there right now, and you can stay in my apartment." And I was like, "Whoa, that's so nice." Nikki's like letting me stay in her apartment. That's very sweet. And then she gave us a key, and the key didn't work. <laughs> So then I was like, the oh. whole dream was like, I was trying to call Nikki and be like, hey, your apartment key doesn't work. But then she's like famous. So I didn't want to bug her. And I was like, fuck. So it's like, that's cool. like a very common dream thread for me. <clears throat> so last night that was going on. And then I was, uh, I was also uh, hanging out with Phoebe Bridgers. So that was like the other part of the dream. What are your dreams, man? What is going on? Was she in the play or she was just like there? No, a fan? she wasn't in the play. So this is separate. So huh. all the play stuff is happening online. So I'm like texting <laughs> Stefan while I'm in a cab with Phoebe Bridgers and some of her friends. And Were then, they cool friends? Uh, yeah, I think it was people who are in her band, I think. Nice. Uh, yeah, so I'm guessing they're cool. Um, so yeah, so we were going, uh, we were hanging out and I, I couldn't believe it. I'm a huge Phoebe Bridgers fan. So I like, couldn't believe that we were like hanging out, but she was like kind of not talking to me. So in my dream, I was like, oh, Phoebe's mad at me and she doesn't like me. I mean, she sounds pissed. So, yeah. She was pit. Like she was pissed and she didn't like me. And I was mad too. Cause I was also texting Stefan in the cab with Phoebe about the play. Yeah, not really. About the play. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. so I'm glad you're following. Um, oh, I'm, I'm enthralled. <laughs> 
And so then I, yeah, I was like, I was mad that Phoebe wasn't uh, like, I, or I wasn't mad, but I was just like, fuck, this sucks. Like I'm finally hanging out with Phoebe Bridgers. I think she's so cool, but like she doesn't like me. So then I got a text from someone on my curling team. Who oh was my like, God, dude. Who, this is, is, oh, that, yeah, can't, is, is, is that a real life? Yeah, fact? he does. Yeah. Have, he is. He curls. He's a, he's a professional great. curler. Yeah. I oh love watching curling. Oh, sick. Yeah. So yeah. I like, I'm not professional, but like my team, you know, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't play last season, but the year before my team was ranked in the top 50 in the world. So damn. Um, Jesus. So yeah. So I take it kind of seriously. So, the, <laughs> so I get a text from a guy on my curling team. who's like, dude, we got to go to curling practice today. And I was like, and I was like, should I go to curling practice or should I hang out with Phoebe Bridgers? And I was like, you know what? Phoebe doesn't even really like me. So you know what? I'm just going to get this cab to drop me yeah, off at the curling rink. Exactly. <laughs> fuck her. I don't care if she's got a beautiful voice and I love her music, whatever. It doesn't matter. So I get the cab to drop me off at curling practice and then I'm going into the building and Phoebe comes out of the cab and she's like, why are you leaving? Like, you're so cool and I like you. And And I was like, oh shit, like I thought you didn't like me and that's why I'm going to curling practice. And and she's like, no, I do. I I like you and I think you're cool. And I was like, like, okay, well, I already committed to my team that I got to go practice. So then I went to curling practice but the whole time I'm practicing and I'm like fuck like Phoebe wants to hang out with me like I should go hang out with her <laughs> that is, you gotta keep your promises though you gotta, you gotta stick to curling exactly and so then then that was like the, that was the other story in the dream oh my god what? that's wow. insane that's like more dreams that you had in one dream than I have in like a year that's ridiculous. I, I do dream a lot, but I very like I'll I will wake up and I can know that I had a really fucked up dream. Like I'll yeah. say to Becca, I'll be like, I had a weird dream last night. Yeah. She'll be like, what was it about? And I'm like, I don't know. I just remember that it was really fucking weird. Yeah. And uh yeah, so norm like for me to remember all these details, like I don't know. <laughs> That's incredible. Very, I mean, it's very dramatic. Was did you eat anything last night? Like, did you have anything right before bed? Uh mushrooms. Oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> that might do it. Yeah, just kidding. Uh, and I, I ate. Uh, I ate some goldfish. Oh, see, that doesn't that seem like that. Could do it. Uh, well, how many? Like, what flavor? First of all, and how many? Just original cheddar. Mm. That's not gonna do it. Yeah. No, and it I would have. be like if that it was pizza. If pizza flavor. I was gonna maybe. say pe- pe- pizza blasted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or sure. the uh, like uh, rainbow ones. <laughs> Just like yeah. all the food coloring, um, just swimming around in my yeah, mind. That could do it too. Or honestly, just the ones that don't have a flavor and just suck ass. What? Oh uh, yeah, I forgot those. The ones that yeah, are just like the soup uh, crackers. Yeah, basically, soup crackers. Right? Yeah, they're yeah. like they're literally just called original. I think or plain. I think so. Whatever, just yeah. garbage. They're the one in the blue bag. Oh. Yeah. Just in Ashley, the front. How, you, to how do you dream generally, Ashley? Are you a good dreamer? I barely remember my dreams ever. I like. When I do dream, like I tweet about, because that's only I remember what happened. Let's see what. <laughs> let's see what the last one was. Um, and Stefan, you just think you don't dream at all? I I think it's sort of the same as you, where I I know I dream, but I don't remember any of it. Yeah, I'm very bad at remembering, but as I said, it's oh. almost always a task. Yeah, the most recent one was I had a dream that I hired 100 Hugh Jackman impersonators over Foursquare for a prank. But I forgot to ask how much it would cost before they all got to my apartment, and I woke up in a panic. Yeah, I remember that actually. There was it was huge, it was a hundred huge Jackman impersonators for my prank, and then I had a friend who was doing another prank, and I think it I want to say it was like a hundred Vince Vaughn impersonators, but but you, you, you know when you like see like a video of like 
a large number of like impersonators like they all look a little like off yeah or, like, and then they're all like waving at the camera like that's what it seemed like that's what i was looking at in my dream for like 10 minutes of just like 100 Hugh Jackmans, but like some had red hair and some were like wearing like glasses and it was uh they were they were terrible impersonators it, <laughs> it, it was not worth however much money it cost but and i think i woke up before, before i got to finish the prank was that a dream or a nightmare uh, I'm gonna say a little bit of both. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I feel. I feel like the more in like when you just see one impersonator, I feel like it's fairly easy to be like, oh yeah, they kind of look like that mm-hmm. guy or they sound like that guy, and then it's like the more impersonators that are around each other, it's like it's like it destroys the image. You're like, oh, yeah. none of these guys even look close to the normal guy. Like you can see where they're all <laughs> off, and it like fucks you up. Yeah, well, and also I had hired them over Foursquare, which uh, I, I don't know how I accomplished that, but I can't imagine that Foursquare is ha- harvesting the best Hugh Jackman impersonators that are out there. Yeah, I was going to say you might want to check, like, Fiverr or something, right? Yeah, well, one day. I feel like there's, well, there's probably not a hundred on there, but... I, uh, I, there's got to be. Yeah, I don't there's know, John, so people on there. John, you've been on Fiverr recently, right? Because we're going to be doing a Fiverr bonus episode. Yeah, Isn't so we're this month we're going to be debuting our new bonus episode type, uh, which is going to be called High Fiverr. And uh, we're just going to be looking at really shitty fivers and also <laughs> paying for some of them. Yeah. Uh, the one that I'm really so there's two I'm excited to do. Uh, <clears throat> one is um, there's this woman. Uh, Becca found this one. Uh, actually, Becca found both of them. But there's this one where uh, it's this girl and she's just like your very typical, like basic looking like bottle blonde, fake tan woman and her whole thing is you pay her five bucks and she'll write your tinder profile for you <laughs> okay and so i'm just like really excited i think i'm gonna probably send a picture of dan yes. and just see like how she's gonna like you know <laughs> how she would sell dan um does she have success like, stories though pardon does she, does she have success stories um she i if i remember right it was mostly just about herself in the bio like <laughs> oh like i'm i have so much success on tinder and like i want to share that with I mean, you that's enough for whatever. me yeah 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 okay. <laughs> exactly you're like oh you're a like conventionally attractive woman you're having success on tinder what that's crazy uh and uh yeah so i'm just excited to see like because normally like when i was on tinder and stuff you know you, i'd try and be like creative and fun uh and i think there's just like zero chance that this is going to be either of those things so Mm -hmm. it's going to be uh good and then the other one is um a guy and this like i i just can't even wrap my head around (laughs) needing this service as as someone who hosts a podcast and does all the write-ups for the podcast yeah his service is that he will listen to an episode of your podcast and then (laughs) write the episode summary for you that's so specific okay but here's the thing is that you it's five dollars for every 15 minutes you want him to listen to what so it's like you're gonna write an episode summary off of 15 minutes like like i'm imagining us doing that and then he listens to the first 15 minutes of this podcast he's like oh i think it's about dreams i think this is (laughs) dreams and chocolate bars yeah yeah that's great that's that's a great service yeah so we we, we gotta try that for sure most of our episodes are like 90 minutes so we're gonna be paying this guy 30 or 35 dollars 40 (laughs) dollars whatever to listen to 
one uh, episode of our show. No, to you know, write let's, a let's, let's, let's pay him ten dollars to listen to the first fifteen minutes and the last was, fifteen yeah. minutes. Yeah, and I think I think he'll get the gist of it. Um, the other thing, this, it's not a Fiverr thing, but I didn't tell you this, John. Do you remember um, the Wig Man, the guy who does all the DJ yes. drops? Oh my God, the Wig Man rules! I ordered uh, a few drops for the show from him. So for a block party? Oh yeah. So oh, I, I think yeah. they're going to get here, uh, hopefully Monday or Tuesday. Oh, nice. Um, I've been missing the wig man. I know. It's been a while. Ashley, do you know who the wig man is? I have no idea whatsoever. He does like classic like radio DJ drops, but he will say, and he'll like produce them and everything and add in like, uh, like a, like a backing beat and stuff, but he'll say literally anything you want him to say. <laughs> And it's so much fun. And he's like, he's just a total pro. Like we, uh, we got a bunch making fun of our, our, our friend, Jesse Farrar, who, who I'm sure, you know, uh-huh. uh, and, uh, he emailed me and, uh, he was just like, how do you pronounce Farrar? And he emailed <laughs> me within like five minutes of, of ordering the drops. Damn. Like, Damn, this guy's, this guy's a pro, you know, yeah, he's like anyone sure. else would have just gone in there and, and gone in blind and just guessed, but he wanted to know for he's sure. So around, I sent yeah. him, yeah, I sent him like an audio recording of me saying it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the stupidest well, thing I've ever emailed. <laughs> you also had that one where he was like, Stefan Heck is totally uncircumcised. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, great. And he did that, like, no questions asked. So, yeah, that's the best part. He doesn't ask. He's never like, why are you doing this? It's yeah. just, he's just a pro. He's just like, because I got some weird ones in front of me. I ordered 10 of them because I wanted some for the, uh, the Twitch stream as well. Um, is he a Fiverr guy? No, he just has his own website. Um, gotcha. I think he's I think he's too professional for Fiverr, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm very very excited for that. That's going to be great. Yeah, I, I think like you just Fiverr is weird because I think for a minute uh, people thought that it was going to be like revolutionary. Like you remember that? Like when Fiverr first came out and they were just like, this is going to be, this is going to be the way people do business. It's so exciting. (laughs) And like, cause I think in the beginning it was kind of pure. It was like a lot of people who were good at stuff. Yes. uh, Who were just like, yeah, like I'm an expert in this field and it's reasonable for, to give you 10 minutes of my time for five bucks or 10 bucks or whatever. And now it's just like, Oh, I'll I'll wear a I'll wear a onesie with yeah, the dick cut out and uh, yeah, <laughs> I exactly. agree. Yeah, I would say ninety percent of the purchases on Fiverr now are ironic, and that's the way it should be, and that's what we're yeah. trying to get Cameo up to. Cameo, I think, is still too sincere at this point. It's like it's like seventy five percent sincere, twenty five percent ironic, and we gotta we gotta shift that around. I think we're trying. I mean, we're trying hard. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're on the front lines of, yeah. of that movement. Yeah. yeah, I think it's just like, I think it, I don't know that it will ever get that way, though, because I think celebrities are just too, they especially take themselves the too who, seriously. And, and then the ones who go on Cameo, especially, I mean, especially the ones who are doing it for like 10 bucks for whatever shit you want them to say, like they're yeah. always going to be sincere about the shit. Yeah, I mean, we got, uh, we ordered a couple cameos from Richard Karn, and... <laughs> He went along with the joke in the very first one. And the the concept of it was that I was selling the monster truck Gravedigger and John wanted to buy it from me. But the only way I would sell it is if I got a video from Richard Karn asking me to sell it. <laughs> uh, and so that was the first video. And then the second video was supposed to be uh, me 
uh, buying the cameo from Richard Karn telling John that no, I would not sell the monster truck. <laughs> yeah, but, Gravedigger's been in my family for years. But he <laughs> fucked it up because in the first one he said like Gravedigger and the monster truck and stuff, and then the second one he didn't say Gravedigger and he called it a car. Wait, yeah. do, you, do, you, do you not write scripts for them? You, you do, do, but you but only have 250 characters, yeah. so it's hard. Uh, and they it's like they can do whatever they want yeah so, so like, i think he was at the point where he's like say, i don't want to be involved in whatever weird fucked up shit these two <laughs> idiots are, are doing yeah and he just like kind of half-assed it but with like a smile Kevin. and i was like he's very charming he is he is a very charming guy and he was out golfing during both of them as well um <laughs> yeah. so even though we sort of got screwed over i don't really care because uh he's, he's just he, he's yeah. it's richard karn he's great i love richard karn yeah, I think it's it, that's that's exactly the thing. It's like, <clears throat> pardon me. I, I think some people will go along with like one, or maybe they don't even know it's a joke necessarily. Like the first one, he might have been like, "This is probably a joke," but like maybe not. Like maybe there is this like outside chance that the guy who uh, owns Gravedigger is a huge Home Improvement fan, which is what we told him in the in the script. Uh, and that I, I have learned like that is a way that is a way that you can get them, I think, to do more yeah. is like you, 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 you do have to hemorrhage about 70 characters. But if you spend the first 70 characters, like telling them how much you like them or how much the person <laughs> you're getting the cameo for likes them. Yeah. It just it appeals to their base nature. And they're like, you know what? This guy's a good guy. He's just a good guy. You know, do they, do they turn you down a lot? We've only been turned down twice, I think. Yeah, Justin Guarini turned us down very what? emphatically within less than a minute. Uh, <laughs> Why? What were we asking him to do? We asked him. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Ashley, it's a it's a sordid tale. Basically, uh, it was about the sixth cameo in a chain of cameos uh-huh. uh, that were all kind of interconnected, and we were hoping that Justin Guarini would apologize to Mark McGrath on our behalf. <laughs> Uh, and it was on Thanksgiving and he responded in less than a minute. And so like they can just turn it down. They don't have to write yeah. you a message or anything. They can just reject it. Or there's a five day or a seven day limit. I think the celebrity sets the limit. Uh, and then if it doesn't get fulfilled in that limit, then it's just you get your money back. And Why whatever. Is that? that sounds like a nice gesture. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> he turned it down within a minute. He was and, deadly uh, serious in his reply. He just wrote, too. he wrote to us, no, Justin Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> so it was great. Oh. I do want to yeah, try and get another one from him at some point. Maybe, yeah, maybe it was to. just because it was Thanksgiving, you know, have him, yeah. have him apologize for not doing your first one. Actually, that's, we should do that. Yeah. We need to get him to that. apologize to us. Yes. <laughs> Can you say sorry for being mean to us that time? We wanted to do the for ruining my Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't even Thanksgiving for us, but we can lie to him. And yeah, like you that. should. It wrecked our Thanksgiving <laughs> season. You one shit. Lie to him. Yeah. 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 We got to get his ass. We got to get him back for sure. <laughs> yeah. We've, we've had a few Ashley that have expired, like that have just like made it to the seven days and they didn't do it. Um, like, um, Ashley Parker angel from O town. Oh fuck. I forgot uh, about him. <laughs> yeah i know right and it's really too bad because he actually sings all of his cameos he'll sit down at his piano huh. and he'll like play a song and sing and so we were really excited for it but he didn't do it do you want to know ashley the best uh bang for your buck cameo available i would love to yes it, it's kato kalen he's huh. he's, oh, he's, he's, he's so good he's like 60 bucks but he wrote like an original song for us oh wow uh, and it was like two minutes long and it was uh it was absolutely incredible it was, that, it was like, great. That makes me feel kind of sad. That like, like, just like, 
I don't know. Think about like how, like how much like time and how like much like really into like pleasing the canyon people you'd have to be. Like it just makes me feel kind of depressed. It's. I mean, so I'll say this. Like, if you look at him versus like Pauly Shore, Pauly Shore is like ten years younger than Kato Kalin. And and Pauly Shore's cameos are just like infinitely more depressing, and he looks so <laughs> much worse. And Kato Kalin actually looks like he looks he's good as hell. Time, yeah. He looks good. He looks like he's having fun. So uh, that's like the rare cameo where it actually made me like feel better about stuff huh. in general. Whereas like Pauly Shore, yeah, uh, that sounds that sounds uh, bleak. Uh, I mean, yeah. I so. We ordered one cameo from him, and then he immediately raised his price by like seventy five dollars. <laughs> so uh, he's going through rough times. Yeah, yeah, he's he's not doing great. Yeah, that's oh. what I like. I would almost rather the Cato Kalen thing, where like I understand you're thinking that it's like depressing, but I actually think some of these people are just bored and they don't do anything, and so they're just like, oh, I get this thing, I get yeah. sixty bucks or whatever it is, and like I'll just have fun. Who cares, you know? Like we've had a few like that. Well, we watched one on our live show from Redman, and it was oh like unbelievable. Yeah. He was, was in the so studio good. and he was like playing beats while he was like doing <laughs> the thing. It was unreal. And so like to me, it's less depressing because I don't think, at least in most cases, I don't think they're doing it because they're like oh, I want more people to order my cameos and I have to right. do a good job so that I get more of these. It doesn't usually come across like that. It comes across as them being like, oh, this is just like a fun thing I do every day. It's yeah, no, Polystore needs this. Yeah, <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. yeah. When you can yes. feel the vibe when you're watching it of like, oh, they really need this money and shit's gone really bad for them since their career ended basically. <laughs> Yeah, that's when it's really not uh, not good. Speaking of not yeah. good, let's move yeah. on to our social media updates. Ashley, we always like to start with the guest. Uh, what's going on on your social media? Uh, that's a great. Nothing. Was I, did I even tweet today? I can't remember. Uh, that's no, okay. Or, uh, yeah, last night Ron Jeremy was trending. Trending that was exciting. Oh, I did yeah. see that. That was tweet. actually very like pure mm-hmm. and sincere. The yeah, reason no, why he was trending. His, his tree thing, yeah. Yeah, it's very it's very cute. I hope the tree doesn't get uh, torn up and cut down. Yeah, yeah. did you see this, like, John? Uh, he's like hugging the tree, or is yeah. he like tied it's to it dad, or something? It's, it's a tree his dad planted. He, he wants his dad to stay alive with the tree. It was planted the day Ron Jeremy was born, I think. Yeah. And so he doesn't want the the city to tear, to to uproot it. Basically, it's very uh, it's very pleasant, you know. Very I would wholesome. say his Twitter presence is like the polar opposite of Jenna Jameson's, you know. Like <laughs> like his is his seems very like nice, and he's just like an old man who's like yeah, he's kind of a weird creep, but like he's doing the tree stuff. Uh-huh. And then Jenna Jameson is just like full QAnon <laughs> at this point. Uh... I forgot. I, I I knew she was anti-vaccine. I don't think I knew she was a QAnon person. She's yeah. She's gone completely off the deep end, um, and is just like fully like Scott Adams style, like yeah. QAnon anti-vax. I mean, I haven't checked her stuff recently, but I'm I'm sure she's not wearing a mask. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, one God. thing you can feel reasonably sure about is that Jenna Jameson is not wearing a mask. Wherever yeah. she is right now, she's not doing it. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's almost like she's had a tough life or something. I think that's <laughs> probably the case. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But she, she wasn't... There, there was, like, a period where... 
she was like mildly progressive. I feel like right before all the anti-vax shit happened. Yeah, I I think I'm I'm just looking through her stuff right now. Um, oh yeah, just a lot of stuff about uh, Mike Flynn, Obamagate. <laughs> Uh, she quote tweeted something called Patriot Soapbox News Network Live 24 uh, seven. That's my that's my blog. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Careful what you say about it. Uh, I think she's like. I mean, if you're QAnon, you're also like like PizzaGate sort of too. I think so. Yeah, I mean, Q- QAnon evolved out of PizzaGate. Yeah. So, oh boy. Um, and what's the like? Her. Okay, remind me because I'm not a good I'm not a good politics guy. Okay. Um, <laughs> QAnon. Well, it's yeah, it like yeah. QAnon is the, the like it's like they believe that there's some person named Q controlling the US or something, right? No, there's someone named Q like within either within the Trump administration or like very close to Donald Trump who is who has been t- like re- revealing to them Trump's uh long-term master plan where he is going to arrest all the pedophiles and like the Obama administration and the Clintons and that when they, when they say a storm is coming, they mean like the day Trump like takes his, uh, like, the patriotic side of the deep state and just, like, arrests every uh, liberal pedophile that is currently in power. Yeah, and oh. the storm uh, keeps taking a rain check for some reason. Yeah, but... yeah. It's, a, it's a lot check. like the apocalypse. Or, like, that, that like, doomsday cold, that, like, the, the date keeps moving back. Yeah. But uh, it's coming. But as the every time the date moves back, people get, like, more into it somehow, which is the reverse of what you think should happen. But it's just, I mean, if you've ever seen, John, any of, like, the QAnon charts, uh, they are no, just... I, I, I avoid all this stuff. That's, yeah, you, I keep forgetting you're smarter than me. <laughs> <laughs> well, in some ways, maybe, I don't know, but yeah. Well, I think it's like, okay, so their whole thing is like... Um, that they, they that they think there are liberals who are pedophiles who should be arrested, but they haven't yet. Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, it's it's like it's like Podesta and like Clinton and like the Obamas were involved in trafficking. I think as part of it. Okay, got it. Yeah. So it's very much like it, it, it's it's like the rapture, but for. People for who pedophiles, don't, but, yeah. Yeah, for yeah. Pedo- okay, got the it. Pedophile rapture. Because uh-huh. yeah. I mean, really, like Christianity's been doing great with that yeah. for like <laughs> centuries, literally. Yeah. Like, hey, for, listen, for reason, Jesus could come back anytime <laughs> now, so you better fucking watch oh, it. I, th- I think we're talking about pedophilia, but yeah, that too. This is uh, <laughs> this is a new wow. conspiracy thing I've, I'm I'm coming across here on Jenna Jameson's page, which is. The ingredients in plant-based meatless burgers are identical to dog food. The top investors in Impossible Meat are Richard Branson and Bill Gates. I mean, I know they hate Richard Branson and Bill Gates. And, like, there's definitely good reasons to dislike those two. But I don't think the dog food thing is... Yeah, yeah, exactly. I've never heard that before. That's great. I like that a lot. That's a great... uh, Like, that's a very... um, lazy conspiracy like it's just yeah, a it's, very it's yeah, yeah, there's just dog food in there okay yeah cool. i mean people could eat dog food it's not gonna make you sick also <laughs> also i feel as though it's likelier that the ingredients in regular burgers are closer to dog food right yeah. like what about like hot dogs hot dogs have like the nastiest shit in them <laughs> there's no way an impossible burger has worse shit in it than a hot dog right i mean have you done the science jenna has I, I guess yeah. she has. Yeah, she did yeah. post about it. So there is like one one um, weird part about being a curler is that um, a okay. lot of a lot. The no, this is, this is related. But one of the things is like a lot of the people that you curl with and against like curling is a very small town mm-hmm. family sport. 
So like my Facebook, I have a lot of curlers on my Facebook and they're older. And a lot of them, like I said, are from small towns, whatever. So you do, I, this is, that's where I get my, my whole thing. And they are, I mean, you just, you can't imagine how many, uh, like 50 year old and older men, just vegans are like, I mean, they just want them all to be killed. And like a beyond meat burger to them is just like to them, like their, their, their big thing is like, well, beyond meat burgers are worse for you than real burgers. You're getting all this unhealthy stuff that make it taste good, but then you don't get like protein and iron and stuff that you would get from meat. So like, why are you even eating it? And you're like, well, that's because we don't want animals to die, I guess (laughs) is the like main thing. Uh, but that's like they're, they couldn't hate something more than a, than a beyond meat burger. And it's a really big thing. I love the vision of like, like a team of like, 70 year old curlers like like walking around like snapping a uh, west side story style and like going to smash up like impossible burger uh <laughs> yeah yeah that's yeah. pretty much what curling is it's, it's just like the sharks like versus the, curling the jets puck or whatever it's called through the windows yeah curling puck the curling exactly. puck i think that's that's right that's accurate yeah. uh yeah we call it a rock uh but you know puck close enough yeah. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. Throwing it through a window uh, would be <laughs> tough. It weighs forty-four pounds. So I mean, they're um, they're, they're strong. They're needing meat. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. And that that's a good a great point. point. Actually, yeah. yeah. Have you ever curled, Ashley? You I said you watch. God, it, I, but... I wish I could say yes. I've. Okay. Uh, it's it's one of the only things I watch during the Winter Olympics. Though I'm I'm uh, very a, a, a big fan of what it's available. Okay. Well, we all. If you ever visit Vancouver. I would I'll, love I'll, to watch curling. No, I'll take you curling. Yeah, please. Yeah, I still uh, need Stephen? to go. I've never tried. We have well, to do I'll that. Take at some you point, too. John. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, I Excellent. played shuffleboard. It seems similar. Yeah, it is similar. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like it's like shuffleboard. If you um, like, if you also needed your body to do something. <laughs> yeah shuffleboard yeah. is very much like oh i just push my arm whereas curling's like oh you actually got to use the hole especially yeah. if you're a sweeper well I, I mean we don't have to turn this into a curling pot <laughs> everybody does both common misconception oh wow there's not, there's not sweepers I'm and so curlers. yeah it's, listen I'm not, I'm not here to, i'm not here to persecute you for this uh stefan what's going on in your social media so i'm i'm gonna be talking about some animal crossing stuff that i did um, yeah but this is actually i feel like this is actually funny though like well like I, no I so so i mean i won't hate this you will hate this because oh, okay <laughs> Okay, so this is essentially Stefan's been bringing up Animal Crossing since I'm, quarantine started. I love yeah. Animal Crossing. Okay, oh, so okay. Well, you're gonna you're gonna you get two this. chat this out. I'll I'll just sit here. I had a <laughs> I had a villager that I hated. It was a little hamster named Soleil. And I hate all the fucking hamsters. The hamsters the hamsters suck, but she was the worst. She has like the soccer mom talk to the manager haircut, uh-huh. uh, and she has like a very snooty attitude, um, and I just couldn't get rid of her. Uh, and I was like time traveling to get rid of her and stuff. And I, I finally managed to get rid of her. Um, and I really wanted to get like a good villager. Mm-hmm. Um, and to do that, um, I'm sure you're aware, Ashley, because uh, because you like the game. John is not aware. Maybe our listeners aren't. You have to go to these islands. Right. So if you have an available plot of land on your island for a new villager, you you pay 2000 Nook Miles to buy a Nook Miles ticket. And then you use that to travel to an island where there's mm-hmm. one random villager. Um, and you have to talk to them on the island to get them to come to your island. So it's a lot of, you go to the island, 
you see it's a shitty villager, you leave, you go back. It takes, it's a whole process. It sucks. Mm -hmm. So what I did, and John is, John's going to get so mad at me for this. I I just stopped listening. So paid uh, real life money. Oh, hell yeah. For the card? No, 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 not even for uh, the card. For like 200 oh, Nook shit. Miles tickets. <laughs> but, okay, so I only, I paid like $3, okay? That's worth it, honestly. So I, I think it's a reasonable amount. I'm sure John would say that's, any amount is too much for to spend Nook on. Miles? I mean, listen to the words that are coming out They're of They're really hard right to, now. like, accrue. Like, yes, thank you. Like, you have to do like, a lot you. of tasks, a lot of, like, yes. a lot of rock hitting, a lot of, like, fishing. Yeah. Like, no one has time to, like, get and, that many miles. And it's also, almost like they did that on purpose, Ashley. Also, I mean, correct you me can't, if I'm wrong. You can't, buy them, you can't buy them in bulk. You can't buy them in bulk. So you have to do one it's at insane. a time. And it's this whole pro. It takes, like, 30 seconds each time. So yeah. to get 200 of them would take fucking forever. And so... I just I mean, found anything over, under 15 is fine in my opinion yeah so it was, it was three dollars yeah. i found this website i i pay, i i paypal'd the three dollars to them <laughs> I, I i looked up on, on like the animal crossing reddit to make sure it was legit and they were like yeah. this, this is fine and then someone came to my island like what you do is you pay and then you uh, as you're paying you fill out a form where you give them uh, your dodo code yeah, so they yeah, can come yeah. to your island. John is loving all this shit. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> like I just, I'm hoping you listen to this episode back and I so you can hear that. yourself saying <laughs> these things. No, right. No, like, no. like I, so right now I am also trying to, um, find a listener block. Yeah. So it's like, so it's even better for me because I'm only picking <laughs> out the stupid ass shit you're saying where you're like nook miles, dodo, dodo code. code. Yeah. It's like, holy, these Christ. are all normal, uh, yeah, the, uh, the, terms, you know. Is this is this part of a uh, part of how the system works? You can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Actually, I'll have to get your uh, your friend code because yeah, uh, we'll, we'll have to play for sure. But I so so someone drops by within uh, half an hour with yeah. with two hundred Nook Miles tickets. They just drop them on the ground in front of my plaza. How did they get uh, so many? I I mean I don't know. It's possible that they just like hacked the game and, and maybe I'm gonna get like banned or something. But uh, I hope not. But anyway, it just made it so much easier because now I can just like travel and find new villagers. And it took about I would say 25 trips, uh-huh. and I found uh, I found Raymond. Uh, Which one's Raymond? Raymond is the cat with is that, uh, is that the glasses guy. The glasses and the oh, two nice. different the, the different colored eyes, and he wears uh-huh. a little suit. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And everyone loves him. And he oh, actually, God. if you if you sell him, he can go up for up to a thousand Nook Miles tickets. Jesus. Um, I don't think I'm gonna sell him because he is cool, and That's I do so want to keep tickets, him in my though. in my village. But I did post that. Um, <sighs> I was selling him. I got him, and I was selling him. And I posted. I posted. Um, our friends Jesse and Mike, their podcast, Your Kickstarter Sucks, they have a call-in line where people can uh-huh. leave voicemails, and I posted that phone number uh, and then a bunch of, like, Animal Crossing hashtags. So I think they got a bunch <laughs> of messages from people uh, asking if they could have uh, Raymond for free. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the Animal Crossing economy is just completely insane. Like, he's, like, people go... At, there was a video I saw of someone in an Animal Crossing Discord, like one of the trading discords, and he's like, here's what happens when you post in an Animal Crossing Discord that you're giving away Raymond for free. And so he posted in like the main channel. And within seconds, he has like hundreds of DMs on Discord and it, he just can't click through them. It's just Jesus. like filling up his entire page. Uh, yeah, Christ. It's, um, it's I, wonderful. Well, so the other week, uh, all my friends had really shitty turnip prices all week long and it was like getting down to crunch time. And so I downloaded the like turnip exchange app yeah. to like go find an island. It was like, so, and like, they were all like asking for like obscene, like pr- 
prices like like they wanted either like like a, m- a million bells or they wanted like uh, like 50 like big mouth tickets and so yeah. i finally found one who was just like giving them their shit away for free and i was like great and so like i went there and but like everyone was like giving them like gifts anyway it's like a they're just like fine and then i was like looking but they were like giving them like Three hundred thousand like bells, and like yeah. I did it too because like I didn't want to be an asshole, but like, <laughs> I, I, I don't know why I cared, and I'm still so mad about it. <laughs> I yeah, I try and like uh, if I go to someone's island and buy or sell my turnips, I'll, I'll tip them like you yeah. know a hundred thousand, hundred fifty thousand, whatever, depending on how much I made. I guess the thing mm-hmm. that annoys me the most is the system of like when someone is leaving the island or coming to the island oh yeah it's impossible and there's like this like 30 second cutscene every single time and you just can't avoid it and it but just also, takes oh it's awful but also if, if you're like on one with like a bunch of people like it takes like 15 minutes to open a door because like there's like people trying to like fucking like leave and like get in every yeah second. it's it's ridiculous i mean to me the the i'll say one last thing about animal crossing because i know john john is going completely insane right now the thing that annoys me the most is uh i sort of mentioned it earlier but not being able to buy stuff in bulk yeah. or craft stuff in bulk we have to just do it like one at a time like if i'm trying to craft uh like fish bait or something mm-hmm. and you have to literally do it just one at a time and it takes so long and it's so tedious well, the worst of the thing is, like, moving shit, because what I really want to do is I want to get half of my villagers all of one animal type and, like, put them in, like, a sort of, like, a, a ghetto situation where they're, like, behind, like, barbed wire fencing. <laughs> and and uh, it's, it, it takes an obscene amount of time to, like, move all the houses, and it's just, like, hard to, like... And it's expensive, they- too. Yeah, like it's very hard to sort of make a uh, concentration camp on my island. Unfortunately, yeah. what um, animal? What animal type? Because there's some pretty hate, bad animal types. I hate the gators so fucking much. Yeah. I would love to. I would love to uh, just like ruin all the gators. I, yeah. I put one. Uh, I put barbed wire fence around his house. I like raised his house like two levels, and there was nothing <laughs> around it. So that, I was trying to get him to leave. Yeah. And each morning he would get out somehow. Like it, there's it really uh, breaks the immersion because like he shouldn't be able to leave his uh, little raised island no he should be stuck there yeah, and uh, I, I think one thing that i've heard sort of helps maybe is giving them garbage that'll get them to oh, hate that's you a good idea. I, I, I hit them with the net a lot but they don't like they get mad but like they don't do anything i don't think that actually works i heard someone say uh, it doesn't actually work it just kind of pisses them off but anyway john <laughs> do you want to do you want to talk about your thing is Sorry. he still there what happened <laughs> we're done talking about animal crossing yeah. now. oh good uh thank you <laughs> Hey, hope you enjoyed episode 78 of Cross Party. Uh, I, oh God. Anyway. No, no, that's fine. It's nice that you guys have something you like. Um, the, uh, <laughs> the, it was funny. I was telling Stefan about this too. When you were, when you were talking about that story of like giving Raymond away for free, it reminded me of um, in 2013, the Toronto Maple Leafs made the playoffs for the first time in a decade. And um, so obviously like tickets in Toronto are crazy expensive anyway. And then they hadn't made the playoffs in so long. So one comic pranked another comic by going on Craigslist and saying that he had free um, platinum seats for the Leafs game that he just wanted to give them away to like a good home and people who would appreciate the Leafs game. And he put the other comedian's phone number and he had to like turn off his phone for like two days because people it was like nonstop and he was getting all these like people were sending in these long stories like, oh, my Jesus. whole family's dying. <laughs> and like, I just want to take my son to this game and God. he won't make it if he doesn't. It, would, it, it just they just exploded his phone. It was incredible. 
<laughs> okay. This one, uh, I'll try and not read the whole thing because it's pretty long, but this is a classic. This is a Reddit relationships uh, post that I saw tweeted. Okay. And this is one of my, this is a good one, I think, for us to, to discuss. This is, uh, so I, 27 male, told my girlfriend, 28 female, that we could introduce role play and it's become a nightmare. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so basically his girlfriend had been bringing up that she wanted to role play for a while and he at first wasn't into it, but then he was like, okay, I'm down. We can start role playing. Uh, so he said, uh, the problem is that she's absolutely awful at it. Like, man, it's super great to see how much she loves doing this and it doesn't make me feel unsafe or uncomfortable or anything, but it's getting physically difficult to handle how bad some of this stuff is. First, once she settles into characters and settings, she kind of like overcommits trying to make it sexual. Like she watched a lot of the cheesy video store pornos from the 80s and 90s and she thinks that that's how you make a scenario sexy. Like she makes it so all of our characters have sex puns in their name, like Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> And Wild Bill Big Cock. And yes, those are real <laughs> examples. And then she tries to work in sexy dialogue that goes over like a lead balloon. Like while playing with a pirate theme, she told me to give her my treasure map or she'd make me cock the plank. <laughs> I kind of wanted to say no just to call her bluff and make her explain what the holy hell that would actually mean. Uh, but then, yeah, and then he's talking about she like way over commits to the to the settings like she uh, they're talking about uh, pirate settings like he he said uh, or no, sorry, like a Wild West one. Uh, she's, she's I'm fine with it. But if she wanted to just sit down and make up stories with me, I'd be totally down. <laughs> but it's hard to get into sexual mood after having to look up whether Wyoming was a territory or a state in the 1860s <laughs> and being asked whether this should be Sheriff Jake Hardon's first job in law enforcement. Uh, apparently when they do uh, pirate themes, she likes to do the pirate accent. Uh, and, and he was playing a character called Captain Fuckbeard. Uh, and then, yeah, he says, it's seriously getting dangerously hard to stop myself from laughing out loud at some of this shit. I'm doing my damnedest to keep it in or turn it into a cough or pleasure sounds because she's so proud of what she comes up with. And I know it would crush her or feel like a rejection if I acted like it was ridiculous. Uh, he's like, everything else is great and I love her to death, but how can I bring it up in a diplomatic way that we should maybe find a different way to do this? Wow. Now, do you, okay, do you think that's real? Because a lot of the, about that, yeah. the our relationships ones are, are fake. For I mean, sure. Even, even if that's even if it is fake, it's very funny. I mean, still, I, I think I what sold put me over the edge because I was wondering the same thing was how like apologetic he seemed in it and how like much he wanted to emphasize that like he really likes her and like it just it, I feel like if you're faking it, you don't think to even like throw that in. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's kind of what that's... I thought too. Like it's the fake ones usually seem to be like so over the top of like, you know, just way like though I don't know if you guys read the Waffle House one that was going around this week so. where it was like I did, my, yeah. my the, boyfriend the, getting into a with fight the, with yeah. the Waffle House cook. Yeah. Or something like still funny but obviously fake yeah yeah like that yeah. kind of thing but that one seemed like real enough like you could totally imagine mm -hmm. you know being like you know your partner being like let's role play and then she's like i'm queen Elizabeth. this isn't like the worst one of, of those yeah i don't know why that definitely got me they got the hardest laugh for me queen <laughs> queen Elizabeth. yeah it's very good it's Wait, a very oh, good pun Elizabeth or just Elizabeth? 
No, e- it was Egizabeth. Queen, <laughs> Queen Egizabeth. It's hard to say. Um... Yeah, I think, yeah, she just is really... I mean, jizz is just a funny word. So, like, any time yeah. you can put it into a role play. I think it's time to bring it back. No one's really saying it anymore. Jizz, yeah. So, yeah. so I, we'll be I, the first I podcast to bring it Good back. For it, yeah. yeah, let's bring back jizz. Okay, jizz is officially back. So, <laughs> so guess what? If you're listening to the show, start saying it. Let's bring it back. Jizz. Let's get it trending. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to role play later as like a 90s rapper, Jizz Marquee. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. It's going to be okay. great. Wow. <sighs> Thank you. You guys, want to, you guys want to take a turn? Do I was saying Jizzy McGuire for the past five minutes. Jizzy McGuire? Very yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. And that's uh, like kind of like, and that would be like a, you know, a guy would have, you know, especially if he was in that age of like watching Lizzie uh-huh. McGuire, like thinking Hillary Duff was hot, like that would bring the, you know, there's yeah, like there's a nostalgia of factor levels. there. Uh-huh. I guess yeah. I would be a Jizzy Rascal. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think, uh, okay, I think we're all pretty happy with uh, what we ended up with. Yeah, we're very yeah. satisfied, and that means that we can move on to our block tale. What did you tweet? You brought receipts, block tale. Woo! No longer can see the post. It's a block tale. Woo! You probably deserved it. It's a block tale. Yes. Okay, Ashley, um, I'm very excited for this one. Yeah, it's a... Uh... It's it's been very so it mine is Lena Dunham. It happened <laughs> I wanna say it was three years ago. Uh do y'all remember her saga with the, the pet adoption thing? Mm. Sorta. Is this the cat? Uh no. She has so she she has she has like one thousand pets and yeah. a bunch of them mysteriously die constantly and just sort of like disappear. Okay. But the what brought attention to that fact is that uh I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. It was um, oh, she just she like posted about her dog. Let me see exactly what it was. It was um, she posted about this dog that she had adopted from this animal shelter, and uh, and she was just basically just like talking about how it would like drink its own urine, how it uh, was like attacking her friends, like it was just like was, like all these like so- so- things that sound like a fucked up dog from like someone who had been from like a broken home, and it was like very sad and whatever. But then. The animal shelter she adopted it from, like, responded and was basically like, this dog had none of these problems when we had him. Uh, I don't know what you're doing to him, but these are all symptoms of, like, severe trauma and abuse. And uh, basically just uh, accusing her of, like, turning, like, um, mistreating this dog, which, like, it sounds like she was. Because, like, if uh, she was, because then I started, like, looking at uh, past tweets she had done about this dog. It was called, and the dog was named Lambie. And um, she had like tweeted about how how the dog bit her friend because uh, he, he was like laughing too hard and like he, how like when the doorbell rang the dog would attack her and like just like basically just like listing all these things about how this dog was like a psycho and in her original post she had said this is the first time he's ever bit anybody like this is nuts and so I sent her this email I'll I'll read what the email said <laughs> <laughs> it said uh, this is when I was at Wired I said hi Lena. I'm a reporter from Wired, and I'm working on a quick piece on the various stories that came out last week surrounding rehoming Lambie. I just had a few <laughs> quick questions for you. One, uh, is there a reason you decided to give Lambie to the Zen dog rather than return to the to Bark Shelter? Which was uh, Bark Shelter was the one who was accusing her of abusing this dog, and she instead was said she was sending him to this like rehabilitation like woo woo dog thing that sounded like a guy scamming her basically. <laughs> but uh, 
Second question was, on one occasion, you said Lambie bit because of the doorbell. Prior to that, you said both times had come in response to sobbing. And at another point, you said it was in response to you doing push-ups. Can you clarify how many times Lambie bit you or someone else and what you think triggered it? Uh, three was, what do you mean when you say you are still supporting Lambie financially? Uh, four, on, on what day did you send Lambie to the Zen Dog? On what day did you get Susan and Karen? So Susan and Karen were... These uh, two dogs she adopted, like, a couple days after Lambie got sent off to wherever the fuck he got sent, 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 sent off to. And uh, and so, and now she like, currently has, like, ten dogs or something, but whatever. So oh my God. I sent that to her, uh, and uh, I, I have this, like, uh, email tracker thing for when I, you know, people, like, request for comment that basically shows you when they open it. And uh, so I saw that she, like, opened it a couple times, and I didn't get a response, and so... I like wonder what was up. So I went and looked at uh, to go look at her Twitter and realized that like within like forty minutes after sending her that email, she just like blocked me immediately. <laughs> and, uh, and so then uh, I, I tried to like at her from like a, a new account I just created, like Ashley Feinberg two or something, and that also got blocked immediately. <laughs> uh, so now, so then I was mad. Um, so so now I have a Google alert for Lena Dunham pet, and I'm just like waiting for her to fuck up again because uh, there's been like there was like two pets that have died since then, and uh, one that has like disappeared from her Instagram and just has never been spoken of again. So like she's just doing something to these fucking pets, but oh I'm, one day I'll figure out what it is. So you Were don't know you... what ended up happening to Lambie? Lambie? Yeah. Uh, so there was another thing where. Uh, Someone, when so the, the, the dog was supposedly at this like Zen dog place, and uh, and basically, uh, she was like the, the Zen dog people were like supporting her and being like, Yeah, like Lambie's like fucked up, like it's not Lena's fault, like blah blah blah. And uh, then this other person replied to like this tweet with a picture of them holding Lambie and being like, Uh, Lambie. My, my friend is the one who's taking care of her now, and she's, like, a great dog. Like, I don't know what the fuck any of these people are talking about. Like, I don't know what Lena was doing to that dog, but, like, he's fine now. And uh, so he seems to be better as soon as he got away from Lena Dunham, who was uh, apparently, like, just, like, not giving him water and uh, oh my God. sobbing to the point where the dog was to, like, attack her. Well, and there's also, like, all these other pets, too, so who knows if oh, yeah. this dog is actually any good? Because, like, that's one of the first things you find out when you're trying to adopt a pet is, like, they'll tell you, like, oh, he should be by himself. Like, he, this this cat is not good with other cats. This dog loves other dogs. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So well, I feel she, like she, maybe that was one of the issues also. Well, she had this whole story about how when she adopted him, the people told her that he was, like, from this, like, abusive home. And uh, that, that animal shelter was, like, no, we did it. Like we have no paperwork. Like of course that says that. Like you're making this up. Like it's just oh, all bullshit. My God. That's incredible. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So Lena Dunham and I are on a, in a rough patch for the past few years. But were you doing. were you sending that email like specifically to troll her, or did you think that she would respond? Like no, that I was, it was writing a whole like like I, I wrote like a whole thing investigating uh, Lambie's whereabouts because like the so yeah I mean, I, I assume she would like either not respond or just like forward me to some uh, comms person and I didn't think she would go find me and block me on Twitter which I don't know what that would accomplish but uh, the other thing I discovered actually was uh, in like one tweet or like Instagram about Lambie from like I don't know like seven months before that she had talked about uh, how she was sending the dog to this like very specialized vet and I looked it up and it was a dog acupuncturist oh my god what? Yeah. 
Yeah, it was it was incredible. That's not so, a real thing, is it? Oh, is that it's real? absolutely a real thing. Uh, and so I emailed that acupuncturist too. I'm trying to see what it was they said back to me. <laughs> oh um, my god! Where is it? <clears throat> Dog acupuncture is a thing, but only in New York and LA. Yeah. <laughs> It's the only yeah, places you can get it. it. Acupuncture4yourdog.com. And uh, <laughs> this person said that she had had great success in treating many pets with acupuncture, nutritional, and herbal therapy. Uh, I treated Lambie in 2013 for poorly predictable human-directed aggression, aggression with acupuncture and Chinese herbs. So uh, that was the bug's vet for a while. Good God. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's... Uh... I mean, that doesn't surprise me. So how many pets does she have total, do you know? It's hard to say. I was like, there was a period where I was like, trying to keep track of them, just like try to figure it out. But uh, I think she has... A cat died recently. I think she might have somewhere between like five and eight. They don't all live with her at the same time, I don't oh think. God. But uh, yeah, I mean, whoever keeps giving her animals needs to be in jail. But... <laughs> <laughs> wow. That is... Uh... I love I love Damn, when we have a block where there's like email documentation. Oh, to totally. Explain it. Yeah, it's beautiful. Speaking of email documentation, we did get this one emailed in from a listener, and this is a great one too. Uh, this is from uh, Christian, and uh, <clears throat> they send this in. Uh, the The title is great. Uh, Kicked out of anti quarantine Facebook group. <laughs> Uh, so that's always a good start uh so yeah so they say hey block boys i got blocked by some good old canadian facebook boomers my friends and i joined an anti-lockdown facebook group called reopen ontario with the express intention of destroying it from the inside the group was peddling all the typical nonsense about how the economy is suffering and quarantine is fascism among other things i started out small commenting on their awful dangerously misinformed posts with things like epic memeing sir and am i still being allowed to kiss girlfriend under lockdown please advise <laughs> soon thereafter i decided to up the ante a little and i made my first post pictured below so this is from the facebook group that they posted uh, my lying mother claims to have contracted covid19 <laughs> she is weaponizing her false pain pleading that i comply with her liberal dogma begging me to quote stay home and wash my hands and take a shower i will not <laughs> God help her, she has been brainwashed by the true don't liberal socialists who are also fascists and communists as well. I know my mother is a communist because she doesn't work and she loves standing in line for bread. (laughs) This is hard for me because her pleas of help me son, I can't breathe were very convincing at first. But I saw through it. We must be steadfast against this injustice. Solidarity. Fist emoji. Please share this story so we can expose the hoax. The admin swiftly deleted this post after some negative feedback. I followed up with the following post. Mods are deleting my posts. I am doing freedom of speech by posting in here and you are fr- in f- or you are fringing on my rights. This is not liberal safe space for babies. This is a place of truth. Uh, and then two people commented, your freedom consists of encouraging people to dismiss their mothers. I think those sentiments are best kept to yourself. And then the other, next person wrote, you know, if you want to change people's minds, there are better ways of doing it than being an asshole. Uh, once again, the admin stepped in very quickly, and this time they kicked me out for good. Oh, well, I guess they just couldn't handle the hard facts. <laughs> Love the wow. show, guys. Been a fan of both of you since a real good show. All the best and stay healthy, Christian. 
That's incredible. Thank you, Christian. Cowards. That was, yeah. yeah. We got to get you back in that groove, Christian. Yeah, exactly. That's we'll see incredible. what we can do. We love it. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. That's yeah. one of my favorites. Yeah, that's a, bit, a really good one. Very good. Uh, thank you, Christian. Uh, if you want to send in a listener block that might be read on the show, just like Christian did, you can do so at blocked at blockedparty.com. You can also donate to the show at patreon.com slash blockedparty, where $5 a month gets you access to three bonus episodes every month. Uh, this month, we've gotten up a, a mailbag with producer Dan. Uh, that was very revealing. Uh, we got up uh, our live uh, Blocked Party TV episode with Will Weldon. Uh, we're recording a bonus episode uh, for release this week with uh, Brian Quinby from Street Fight Radio. He hasn't been back on the show for a while. Uh, and then we're going to finish out the month, like we said, with that brand new high fiver bonus episode. We're going to pay some people on Fiverr to do some crazy shit for us. So, so four this month, actually. We're doing four this month. Yeah. Yep. So we're uh, we're up in the ante. We figure some of uh, quite a few of our donors probably watched the live show live and that doesn't count as a bonus episode for them. So we're throwing you an extra bonus episode this month. So there's lots of other fun stuff going on. We got newsletters or discords. Great. Again, you can check it out. Patreon.com slash block party. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at blocked party pod, and you can rate and review the show on iTunes. That always helps us as well. Uh, Ashley, we always like to finish the show with a top three suggested by our guest. What do you have for us, please? Yeah, I was thinking of this a lot in the five minutes before we got Google Hangouts, and uh, I would like to know uh, your top three Brendan Fraser movies. Ooh. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Do you want to go first with your, your number three? Yeah, fuck. I got to look up what movies he's in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a movie uh, guy, Ashley, so. Yeah, he's, he's uh, so a Canadian, too. He's uh, Canadian. I mean, yeah, he's Dazzled, I think, is a deeply yeah. underrated movie. Is that is that the one with Elizabeth Hurley as the devil? Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. And then yeah, there's right. the the one I always remember from that is when he's the basketball player and he's like the best basketball player in the world. And then the uh, big yeah. joke is that he has a tiny penis. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. That was like very funny uh, seeing that as like, a twelve year old or whatever. <laughs> he's a comic genius. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's he's a great he, choice. Now correct me before we get too far into this. Um, like I've, I've read some things where like he, wasn't there like a tweet going around this week that was talking about how he got blacklisted from Hollywood for something. Is that like a true thing? There was was a child, a child support, uh, like save from like a family court dad, like, like circulating a, like save Brendan Fraser from like having to pay uh, a child support or something for a while. (laughs) I think, I think that got, got figured out. Hell yeah. Um, Uh, Yeah. I can't remember what it was, but I feel like there was something, it was like, he he spoke out against something and then he's just like been blackballed. I don't remember though. Anyway, I, I, he's a good actor, I think. Yeah, but I my number, too. my number, I think he's pretty good. I think okay, <laughs> as, as, as Canadian actors go, I think he's pretty good. Um, I would we say just keep number three. The goalposts. <laughs> this is not um, a movie, but this is a Brendan Fraser role, and he did yeah. a guest voice on The Simpsons. Um, what, who, he, who was he? The episode where Homer climbs the murder horn. Uh, uh-huh. He he's one of the uh, power sauce bar guys who's like, uh, oh, hell yeah, like uh, selling power sauce to Homer and talking about how good power <laughs> sauce is and, and convincing Homer to climb this huge mountain and stuff. And he was just he was very, very funny on it as like a sleazy marketing guy. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it was also bad. I, I mean, it was not. I would say one of the best seasons of The Simpsons, but it was still a decent season. It was like 1998 or something. Yeah, and it was back when they had guest stars on and the guest star would play like an original character and not just themselves. Um, so that yeah. was sort of nice, but that's my, my number three Brennan Fraser role is, uh, the yeah, power sauce one. guy. I think his name was Brad. Maybe let me check. 
Um, Sounds like a Power Plus guy name. Yeah, I believe it was Brad. Yeah. Okay, John, number three. Okay, I'm going uh, number three. We got to keep it. Speaking of being Canadian, we got to keep it Canadian on the show. And we're going to go with uh, Dudley Do-Right. Yeah. Yeah. Great choice. Uh, you know, classic. He plays a Mountie uh, who is who sucks uh, at his job. And it's I remember it being funny. I mean, I feel like I haven't seen it since it came out. But I remember thinking that that was uh, <laughs> that, that was cool. an impression. Yeah. 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 Great choice. Ashley, you're number two. Number two. Uh, I'm going to go with The Mummy. I've, to be perfectly honest, I've never seen The Mummy, but. Really? Oh my God. It looks, you like, have something to see it. I would, it looks like I would love it. And uh, I'm, I'm scared to like see it and ruin this image I have of it. It honestly still holds up. It's a fun movie. It's just a fun action movie. I took my mom to see it um, when it first came out as like a, a Mother's Day present to her because she wanted to go see a movie and she loved it. Really? And we, and we go see movies every year. Well, not Moms this year, I guess. But yeah. And, and The Mummy is great. It's got a, it's, I mean, you know, some of the um, special effects maybe don't hold up uh, so well, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine that The Mummy would uh, not have, yeah. still have cutting on CGIM. But it still has like some great, I mean, the scene where the, the scarab beetles like crawl under the guy's skin, like that's still like pretty cool to watch i think so yeah that's a good choice um i think my number two i'm gonna go with george of the jungle nice yeah um specifically there's the scene where the animatronic gorilla farts and it smells really bad <laughs> and as like an eight-year-old watching that um that was the funniest thing i have ever seen in my entire life I'm impressed you remember something that specific about George of the George, George of, the, of the Jungle. I was I, I had it on uh, on VHS. I wa- that was one of my favorite movies as a kid. Um, and I just you know there's the uh, the song that they sing and it's like watch out for that tree and he like smashes into the tree and stuff. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Very uh, very fun movie, uh, John. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go my number two, uh, Looney Tunes back in action. Ooh, hell yeah! Okay. Uh, which choice. is you know they were trying to like kind of piggyback on the success of Space Jam by doing mm-hmm. this sort of like live action Looney Tunes thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember if it was good. I remember seeing it and thinking it was good when it came out, and I was like you know 18 or whatever. So, but yeah, it was it was pretty solid. Uh, and I'm just looking at the IMDb user reviews, uh, <laughs> and there's a very funny. Uh, there's a very funny review in here uh, from a guy named Buddy51. And the title of his review is Fairly Dreadful Film. And okay. then the first sentence of the review is just very comical. I bow to no one in my love and admiration for those classic Warner Brothers cartoons of the 40s and 50s. <laughs> just like, okay. wait, 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 where does it go from there? Uh, well, I'll, I'll get, well, let's play a game, uh, based <laughs> on that, based on that first line of this IMDB review by buddy mm-hmm. 51, how many paragraphs do you think the review is? Ooh, I'll, I'll say let you each take a guess here. Four. I'm going to say eight and I'm going to say at least one of them is about how, uh, the Looney Tunes back in the day, uh, you were able to get away with a lot, uh, more un PC humor. <laughs> uh, good. Uh, I mean, both good. Um, good guesses. The The correct answer is seven. Okay. Uh, seven paragraphs. Right. Uh, well, it doesn't necessarily, uh, it doesn't necessarily talk about racism specifically, but it does say 
Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Elmer Fudd, the Roadrunner, and the rest of the gang clearly feel more at home in their own two-dimensional world in which the laws of nature have no jurisdiction. Yank them out of that context and stick them into the real world with a bunch of overacting humans and their unique charm begins to drain away and dissipate. (laughs) Sounds like this guy had a traumatic experience. Certainly. Yeah, that's... uh... That's interesting. That's, I mean, all IMDb reviews are just like totally nuts. So Insane, um, yeah. that's sort of in line with uh, an average one. Um, so I guess we're on to number your number one, one Ashley. Flash uh, from the Past was a phenomenal movie. Yeah. Uh, who, Alicia Silverstone uh, was terrible in it. I loved it. Uh, <laughs> he, I'm trying to remember how it ended oh yeah it ends with him buying his parents a exact exact replica of their uh underground shelter uh yeah it's perfect that's a that's a great choice that's the one where he so he comes back from the 50s it was yeah i think he was uh his his dad's like some scientist who is anticipating a, a bomb and uh there were there was some like scare and so he brings his family into their shelter where like he he like built this entire compound underground which uh frankly i think they didn't think through the details of it so some of it seems mildly unrealistic but i'm willing to overlook that aspect of the film uh but yeah i I just like you very clearly remember being little and like seeing the like uh clip of like his mom grocery shopping like in this like underground grocery store they built and just like thinking that is like the thing i want to have most of my life (laughs) That's a great choice. Um, Another great IMDb review for Blast from the Past. (laughs) The very first sentence is, well, this has never happened. (laughs) He's not wrong. But during the Cold War, many people feared that they would be the victim of a nuclear war between the West and the USSR. And a lot of those people had visions of living in an atomic shelter for the next three to four decades, perhaps even longer and not being able to see daylight ever again. Well, it may never have happened, but this romantic comedy shows us what it must have been like. They did. Everything you just said is true. <laughs> okay. I, my number one, I got to go with The Mummy Returns. Ooh. Um, Interesting. Is that the one with The Rock? No, that's, that's the one Scorpion with The Rock. King. Oh, that's and, where he first comes in. Yeah. And so Brenna Fraser is great in it, but I specifically chose this one because when The Rock turns into the Scorpion King, um, the CGI... To say the CGI has not held up uh, <laughs> is like maybe the understatement of the century. It looks so funny. It looks like an episode of uh, Reboot, um, <laughs> which actually I don't know if they have. Reboot. That's a reference for fifteen percent of our listeners. I feel like that was a Canadian uh, yeah. uh, CGI yeah, no, I, cartoon. I have no idea what that is. Yeah, yeah, um, but it, it basically when he turns into the Scorpion King, it's it looks like early Pixar. <laughs> I would say, and that's being generous. Uh, and it's, it's incredible. It's so funny to watch now. Uh, but it was, it's still a fun movie. It's a great movie. So, and I, had to do, I had to do one of the Mummy movies. I think he's in another one called like, The Curse of the Dragon Emperor or something, too. That's the newest that, that, that one. Sounds that like came a, out like, a like five yeah. years ago or yeah. something. Yeah. yeah, I have not seen that one, so I didn't want to list that one. But uh, The Mummy Returns, my number one. Yeah, John? it was, uh, sorry, yeah, 2008. The Mummy okay. Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. Okay. Oh, yeah. I got, maybe I'll watch it tonight, you know? Maybe my, it still holds uh, up. My number one has already been mentioned, and it's George of the Jungle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, why why I was, say number one? Yeah, I was 12 when it came out, uh, so I was, like, kind of right in the sort of target range for that. And I think, too, like, 
Ace Ventura was really big around then. And that it, that movie kind of had Ace Ventura vibes of just this kind of like dummy. Because <laughs> there were animals? Yeah. Yeah. There's like animals and, you know, I don't know, making fun of Tarzan. I always thought Tarzan <laughs> was kind of lame. So it was like right in my wheelhouse. Yeah, Tarzan. <laughs> yeah exactly. Tarzan, <laughs> that piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, no, it was a good I, I, I really liked it. I thought it was a good uh a good movie at the time. I'm sure it holds up terribly. All, um, no, all of these movies hold up. That's what, what I've been uh, <laughs> understanding so far. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, we'll have to go back and watch it maybe and see, but uh, I remember at the time thinking it was pretty damn good. And of course, yeah, you can't argue with the theme song, George, 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 George the, the jungle. jungle. Yeah. For that Very uh, that was yeah, a great top three. Great top three. I love a I love a very specific top three. That yeah. was nice. Uh, thank you, Ashley, for that, and thank you for joining us on the show. It was a pleasure to have you. Uh, before we go, is there anything that you would like to plug? Uh, online. <laughs> Just in general. Just well, online as a concept. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got. Okay. <laughs> People can follow you on Twitter at Ashley Feinberg. They can. Yes, I'm wonderful. Right over there. <laughs> excellent great well thank you so much ashley thanks to everybody for uh, for tuning into this episode uh, again you can check us out on patreon.com slash block party you can follow us on twitter and instagram at block party pod and we'll see you back here next week goodbye bye